Welcome to Bevington to Banter, the show where we can sound like we're arguing even when we all agree. I'm Cassidy, and together with my brother Cade and dad Randy, each week we discuss a selection of news stories, topics surrounding the culture, and matters of freedom and faith. Thanks for listening. Follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Share it, and if you like what you hear, rate it five stars on Apple and Spotify. And you can now follow on Twitter at Bevington Banter, and we will share some of the video or some of the videos that we talk about or news stories that we talk about on that page as well. Now, if you obviously inflation is a hot topic right now, and the consumer price index actually said it just hit a 40 year high at a seven and a half percent cost increase in the last year on average. But some of the uh, food is a big one. And it's a hot topic right now because of the Super Bowl. Also, they're saying, you know, your Super Bowl party is going to be more expensive. And there's a, on top of that, a chicken wing shortage and the chicken wing price is like soaring. And so I just want to say for everyone out there, well, so food's up 7% and the and meat is like the highest subcategory of that, where over the last year I saw that beef was up like 26%, pork 19 chicken 15 So for everybody who looked at me weird when I was going vegetarian, who's laughing now? Because the lowest increases are like the produce. I don't think I ever said a word about you going vegetarian. I don't think you did, but there's people out there that look be like, why are you doing that? I'm totally hey. okay with a vegetarian diet because it still allows me to eat my cans of beans. <laughs> that's all I care about anymore. Yeah, but that's not why you went vegetarian. Correct. But okay. it's just a right. bonus now. I'm just saying. Anybody like who's laughing now, I don't have to pay the highest inflation increases although they assume i'm having a super although that Bowl party. is nothing compared to fuel like oil which is up 46 and a half percent energy which is up 27 percent, which i've definitely noticed in my energy bill increasing used cars are up 40 percent plus i mean yeah. i've seen varying numbers but it's at least 40 percent for a used car i, I mean, looked at i looked at some numbers and i'm pretty sure i could sell my truck for more than i bought it for but i would Never do that because then where am I going to get another one? Right. Because they're also still just <laughs> as high. It's really frustrating. I was thinking about the inflation and the economy numbers today. It's like how average people get it. It's not hard. This isn't hard to figure out. If you shut down the economy from COVID, put people out of work, kill businesses, um, don't let people go out and involve themselves in spending money at businesses. Pump, print, and pump money into the economy. Yeah, um, that's that's exactly of, what it none is. None of this is. I mean, you have to be brain dead not to see this was going to happen. Yeah, if you are looking for a how-to on how to destroy a currency, you're watching it. I, I mean, definitely one of the biggest things is they put all of this stimulus into people's pockets, said spend money, but then also told people not to go to work. And if you want to break down what inflation is very simply, it is too much money chasing not enough goods. But when you explain it that simply, stupid people think to themselves, there's no way it's that, that, it's that simple. No, it is that mm -hmm. simple. That is what inflation is. Right. If I have an item that you want to purchase and both of you want to purchase it, and you have a need for it, but I'm the only one that has that one item. It used to cost $10, but now I'm going to say, well, who wants to give me 12 for it? And Cassidy says, I'll give you 12. And Kate says, I'll give you 15. And Cassidy says, I'll give you 20. 
And Kate says, ah, I'm not giving you more. Okay. It just went from 10 to $20. And you can do that because you have more money in your pocket because the government's been paying you to stay at home and not work. And they've been sending you checks of like, you know, I don't know. What was one of the, one of the stimulus was like $1,200. But that's not, that doesn't continue. And wages are not increasing at the same rate as the price of goods right now. So. No, no. I think people's raises, they said, was like a four and a half percent and they bragged about it big time. But it's still it's like behind 4.5% inflation. Means you yeah. are really making less when the cost of your goods is when the cost Up of living has gone up seven and a half. Yeah. The thing that frustrates me is um, people in the media, you know, commentators and some politicians, but mostly the media, media and commentators, um, just go along with the administration's lines that you know of explanation and don't. No, we know what it is. It's not it's not any of the things that you're blaming it on. It is ro- so simple. So why do they say it? Are they it's destructive to all of us. It's destructive to our livelihoods, it's destructive to our families, it's destructive to our nation. I don't care what side your politics are on. I don't understand why you won't recognize what's intuitively obvious to the most casual observer and say no joe or no whoever um the fed secretary or pelosi or whoever wants to go out there and mouth this stuff say no that's not right you you pretty you shut everybody out of jobs you couldn't people didn't work people didn't purchase you pumped a bunch of money into the economy and it's still going on and here we are it's not it's not any of the reasons that you say this is it why wouldn't anybody say that well joe biden himself said (laughs) In an interview was saying, like, I don't know why it keeps going up. <laughs> why the prices keep going up. Well, he's telling the truth. He literally, yeah. He's, he, he literally know. said, I don't understand inflation. I, I don't understand the <laughs> credit. I don't understand, though, even if I was a, a host on MSNBC, I wouldn't sacrifice my credibility of denying something that's so obvious to so many people. That's what I don't understand. Well. I actually, I think it was Megan Kelly today, um, was having a conversation with someone and said, if one of these cable news reporters made $60,000, I bet they would be saying a very different thing. Because I think when they're making so much, they don't feel it. And so maybe they are that stupid and that ignorant and blind to it because they're not feeling it the way that your average American citizen is. Well, and that may be, but I just still... You know, here I am. I'm the I'm the pastor. I'm the preacher. Uh, God's word tells me that a good name, you know, is to be desired. Um, you know, pretty much above anything else. I mean, your name is who you are. Do you have a good? I'm not going to sacrifice my good name by lying about what is obvious to so many people, regardless of whether I make sixty thousand dollars a year or six million dollars a year. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sacrifice my good name. But then I have a soul, so. Well, so do they. Well, well, they do. They just don't know that it's going to be held accountable someday. Well, at least we know that that government money, all the money they're making, is going to really good uses like providing crack pipes to addicts. So the Department of Health and Human Services, as part of, which when it was Snopes, was 
hysterical because they were like, oh, this is mostly false or whatever they said because the crack pipes are just one part of all these all this these things that we're going to provide to addicts. Yeah, it's like the way that uh Planned Parenthood has always said that they only do only um what only 5% or whatever of of the services oh, of the that 3% they Yeah, 3% of their, of their services, services is abortion, but that's because they do like the ultrasound and the like giving them um Every every other thing that they do is leading up to them recommending abortions, but they're able to say only three percent is abortions actual abortion. because yeah. of all the other stuff added in too. But if you look at like how many percentage of the people are there for abortions, and not just how many services they do, it's way higher. It's like that. They just we'll add in all yeah, the other stuff. Yeah, and they're calling these and they're calling these harm reduction policies. Uh, and there's like talks about safe injection sites where they can watch you monitor you inject your drugs into your body into your system and it's this is craziness well the thing that and what it's like 30 million dollars or what what is this yeah yeah 30 million dollar grant the thing i thought was so funny is when they said like snopes and, and other fact checkers saying well it wasn't you know the the pipe was just kind of a secondary you know thing and so we're going to take the pipes out well no it wasn't a secondary kind of just extra little throw in you know thing because it's called a smoking kit that's what you named it smoking kit okay if there is no pipe you do not have a smoking kit so don't tell me that it was some throwaway item it was your primary purpose but when they use all the old pipes and stuff they have, then they get cuts on their hands and in their mouth. You know what we should really do is we should come up with a, with a uh, like an anti-crack crack pipe. So like, you can like uh you know your crack, you can smoke crack in it, but the pipe won't crack, so you don't get cuts <laughs> in your mouth anymore. We need to come up. We just safety. have to make it more yeah. of a heat-resistant material. Yeah, say make it out of some some different material. We need to revolutionize the way that people yeah. smoke crack on the streets. Well, you could not do crack. Don't be ridiculous. Yeah, come on. What do you expect from us? I saw where the the amount of fentanyl that they um confiscated last year coming into the country is enough to kill 2 billion people. So you could wipe out a third of the earth with the amount of fentanyl that came into the country last year. Hmm. You'd have, from to like, do- you'd have to dose it perfectly, though. You got to take a person out if you if you overdose someone else, and if you don't do your calculations right, then that person didn't die. Then you have to give them a little bit more. The thing I thought was interesting: the like were they like ten years ago? The amount of fentanyl that they seized coming into the country was like twenty seven pounds or something. It was it was not it was almost nothing, almost nothing. And now it's like. Thousands what was the of poundage pounds. This I forget. Time. I forget Thousands? what it was. I forget what it was. Yeah, it was over. Th- it was like seventeen hundred pounds or something. It was. Yeah, it was crazy. Hey, how but, much does a dose of Narcan cost? Are, are they putting doses of Narcan into their smoking kits? Like I don't know. Because if there's because if there's a needle, that. if there's a needle in the smoking kit too, they call it a smoking kit. But I bet there's also a needle. And if they're doing heroin. But you don't. You're gonna give them the the means to inject themselves with heroin, but not a dose of Narcan. 
They give out Narcan at the pharmacy now if you're prescribed an opioid. You have to get the Narcan. It's not an option. If you've been prescribed an opioid, a lot of times the doctor will also prescribe Narcan and you have to get it. I'd like to see how easy it is to, when you are overdosing, to realize that you're overdosing and be able to use the Narcan. I wouldn't think that'd be easy. Well, you're always supposed to shoot up with a buddy. You're supposed to have a... I think it's kind of like when you have an EpiPen, somebody, you make sure the people around you know that you're allergic to a thing and you have an, you have an EpiPen and they would know where to grab it if they needed to. Because yeah. people... So you would, you know, because... hey, I'm on an... You're yeah, supposed like to do that. drugs so with your friends. Buddy, right. So somebody there knows where you keep your Narcan so they Yeah. And then friend. like you just have to pick a really good friend and trust that they're not going to just take your stuff. I was gonna say, if leave. I was a really hardcore <laughs> yeah, addict, right. I'd just let you OD no, and take your stuff. <laughs> yeah. Friends don't let friends do drugs alone. Is that our new <laughs> is that our new thing? And and of course we know that nobody's ever done drugs by themselves. I mean that'd be crazy. Yeah. Why would you want to hide your drug use from people? Yeah. It's not shameful or anything anymore. <laughs> to be cool. honest anymore, to be honest anymore, yeah. Uh, why, why hide it? There's no shame in it anymore. Just do it publicly. Out on the street. Live on the street. Admit that you live on well, the they street do. because of drugs. Did you see the video of the guy that um, basically admitted what the, he moved to San Francisco from yes. Texas to live on the street for drugs? They are basically paying him Pay. money. Yeah, to it was live over, on the street. Like, they paid him over six hundred something dollars a month and two hundred food stamps, and he just flat out admitted that I did it for the drugs. Right, and the drugs. And I, he's that like, he, why would I? Why his would drug I, of choice is much cheaper now than it was. Yeah. It was only, he was he's only doing like forty dollars. He's only talking about like forty dollars a day for heroin, where it was like two hundred dollars a day. But now with fentanyl, is that the being secret? So, the cost of everything else is going up. But if we had, if we were more cared more about spending money on drugs, we would be saving money. Well, the 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 issue why the cost of the heroin is down is there is a supply and it's got a competitor of fentanyl, so it's cheaper. And there's so no, much economics, of it coming in because free we, market at work right there. Yeah, and and the guy said, um, you know, why would I get a job? Uh, I have a phone. I have net, a Netflix subscription. He just sits in his tent and watches Netflix and does drugs, and the city pays him to do it. Come on. I mean, it's a little colder in San Francisco, but worth. The, the only thing I would say, just as a little interjection here in all this, is like someday you're going to be facing the end of your life, and you're going to have to say, what was anything produced by my 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 being here on earth i mean i think most people want to feel like there was some meaning to their life well and on the other side of things the people who are saying you know, we have to help these people and give them shelter and money because they don't have how is that loving them right when they are admitting that yeah we just want this so i can sit in my tent and watch netflix and do drugs right how is that a kind and caring thing to do it's, it's not I mean, my sermon last week in part two this week, I call it World War U. And the, my point that I've been ma- made last week and going to continue on is that this attack against um, there being any meaning to life, you know, this idea 
that we are just an evolutionary accident. There is no God that gives us value and purpose and meaning and all of those kind of things. They're, they're, we see it as a, a war on God. It's not a war on God. It's a war on us. If they can, if they can tell you that you know those inalienable rights that we say come from God in the Constitution, that there is no God, then you have no rights. And then we can do whatever we want to control or destroy you because you don't have any rights. Because So ultimately, the war on God is really a war on you. On the financial things that we were talking about with our um, increased debt, we now have passed $30 trillion in debt in this nation. Um, we, we know about the inflation rate, the highest it's been in 40 years. Um, we know about supply issues all over the globe. Anyways, the, the Chinese are really making a move to try to um, displace the United States as the reserve currency. Um, if that happens, we are so screwed. And I just see us moving in that direction. I mean, I don't see us doing the things that we would want to do to reverse that. Um, and I mean, obviously, we're even in bed to a great degree with China. But, um, you know, they're using their belts and roads uh, program in all these countries to help these smaller developing countries with infrastructure. They're coming in and helping to pay for things um, and, and indebting these countries to them. And then when they don't, um, when they aren't able to repay, then they seize what it is that they help them develop. Such as in Laos, I was seeing that they um, they came in and they took over the power grid because they helped them finance and build it, and they couldn't repay it. So now China controls the Laos power grid. Well, if this happens eventually enough, and China is in enough of these countries, they're going to they are going to become the world's reserve currency. Every everybody that's got retirement money is some kind of four hundred one you know, 401k, 4013b, whatever, 401b, um, everybody has got money in BlackRock. And BlackRock is so heavily tied to the Chinese now, too, um, because everybody wants to do business in China because there's, you know, they can make money, but you have to do what the Chinese government tells you to. And um, the, BlackRock is the world's largest asset manager, and um, they want to they they control like ten trillion dollars. Their politics of BlackRock is being run by China because they want to do business in China. But then BlackRock they invest on all these companies, and then they tell the companies if you want our assets, if you want us to invest in your company to help you expand or, or start your company up or whatever, then you have to follow the politics that we tell you. And like Larry Fink, their their CEO is hyper woke, and so I mean it's it's just they control. All these well, black companies. BlackRock is a big name in the the Great Reset. Yes. Thing. Black Blackguard BlackRock and Vanguard control like over ninety percent of asset of, of the financial institutions and asset management all that in this country. It's crazy. And they're the crazy. reason that you can't buy a house right now. Yes. All the everyone you know coming in cash offers above asking price and like those. And housing prices shooting up everywhere is because they want to own, like, nobody will own property and you'll just rent from us. Right. And we all, yeah. But, like, BlackRock, I mean, Larry Fink, he can essentially tell company, other company CEOs, um, you can't involve yourself in this because it's not our politics. You, know, you can't support the truckers. You can't, 
you can't, you know, go out. You can't. Anyways, they they have the power to reduce or eliminate, or, uh, you know, reduce your salary if you're like a CEO of ABC Widget Company, or just fire you because they're they're, they're funding you if you don't follow their politics. Crazy. Speaking of those money management places, did you see uh, what uh, Dr. Malone said on Tucker Carlson's show? I did. I tried to find. Okay, I tried to find confirmation. And I couldn't. Did you listen to Pat Gray today? Yeah. Um, I can't remember what the name was, but um, yeah, I Keith, didn't catch their source. Keith but... on that show, right? He named the actual like holding company, right? They hold... but based so the claim was that the top owner in Spotify is also the top owner in Moderna. So no wonder they want to silence certain or put, you know, well, I heard warnings that, on certain. I, heard I was Spotify suspicious is, of it, too. Until, well, I've heard that Spotify has uh, definitely got ties to China. I mean, I, can't, I haven't confirmed that, but I've heard talk to that effect. Didn't you say, Cassidy, that they were out of Sweden or something last week? Yeah. Where they were originally based. Well, the the stuff with the BlackRock and all that, I mean, what I was reading... They are heavily tied to, they control uh, basically pharmacy and media. I mean, they, they, they have so much influence. They, you know, fund all of this, these media um, companies, including Disney. I mean, big names, big names, um, and media and pharmacy. So if they're, if they're super woke, you know, progressive, so as, as the term they use, um, then you know they're going to have an influence over media and pharmacy, and they're going mean, to – if you have control over pharmacy, why wouldn't you want to push vaccines if that's where you've got all this huge profit potential? Why wouldn't you do that? Through the pharmacy companies as well as being promoted via the media. Yep. Did you know that the United States is like one of the only countries where pharmaceutical commercials on television is legal? Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. probably because of BlackRock. I've heard doctors say that they Lobbyists. they hate how now because of that, people come into their office and so, hey, can you you know, what about such and such drug? Yeah, I want yeah, I, I want this I drug. This, or can you try, give yeah. me that? Or can yeah. So the DHS terror bulletin. Yeah, and that was pretty wild. I mean, that's like. Um, what is that? It's, Tell me about it's that. It's even more severe than the whole um, parents at school board meetings. Because so basically what it says is um, uh, about halfway through the bulletin, while the conditions underlying the heightened threat landscape have not significantly changed over the last year, the convergence of the following factors has increased the volatility, unpredictability and complexity of the threat environment. So here's number one of those factors. The proliferation of false or misleading narratives which sow discord or undermine public trust in U.S. government institutions. So if you're a dissenter, you're a terrorist. So right now, we, what we're doing right now, we are terrorists. Yes. This is a terror and, and, operation. Yes. I copied what Cade put here on the notes. I had copied that and printed it out. And it says... 
the it says the it starts off what I I highlighted the first part and then what Kay just read at the the number one it says the United States remains in a heightened threat environment fueled by several factors including an online environment filled with false and misleading narratives and conspiracy theories, um, you know, so I had highlighted that part of it, the, the opening part, as well as what Cade had read there under number one. And it's saying I have been um, I've had more of my post social media posts censored in the last month than I ever did total leading up to this. Right, And and they don't but they don't state that it's it has to be intentional misinformation in order to whatever like what you just said like knowingly like that. knowingly yeah, misinformed not people. that you were knowingly right. it doesn't doing even it. account for people truly believing what they're saying so if you really believe what you say it doesn't they're yeah they're not saying there's people doing it on purpose like bad actors they just mean if you go against them you're you are a factor leading to potential terrorism well, it also gives the social media companies a, 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 the right to censor you, um, but it's beyond that. I'm gonna, you know, here I, I'm cut to the chase. I'm always cut to the bottom line. This is specifically why the First Amendment exists, and this is an explicit violation of the First Amendment, because the First Amendment was put into place to allow us to do exactly what they are labeling a threat. That should tell you everything you need to know. Dissenting views are definitely one of the most important things that the, you know, that the First Amendment protects. But I'll say something that's maybe not so popular. Um, What they call hate speech and even stuff that is actually hateful is some of the exact kind of speech that the First Amendment was made yes. to protect. Stuff that you really don't like. And I mean even actual hateful stuff. If it's not an actual call to violence, like, hey, you go hurt that person. If it's not that, then it's protected. You could say right. some horrible, nasty things. I always remember um, listening to a story that another person I don't like so much told, um, Milo Yiannopoulos. You remember that guy? Yeah. Where's that guy been? He told a story about these um, this guy that was running for, for public office, and he was being seriously censored. Um, like, everywhere you looked, he was being censored. I don't remember his name. I know it was, like, in the U.K. Um, he was being canceled, like, public speaking. Um, he, wasn't, he didn't have a media presence. They didn't put him on TV. But he was gaining support. And the guy was a serious, like... Nazi, like a white supremacist. And so he was gaining support. He was gaining um, numbers in the polls. And then someone finally did have him on TV. And he was uh, he was on TV. He gave an interview. And immediately after that interview, his numbers plummeted. So when you go after someone and you, uh, you know, you harass them and you limit them and you don't let them speak you're kind of making like a martyr out of them and people will elevate them above what they really are. And especially when they don't even get to actually hear the person's full opinion. So they could hear little bits and pieces. They could like that. And then all of a sudden they support them and he's being, um, he's being censored. So I like him. And then as soon as he speaks and you're like, that's what that guy believes. And you're not, you're not in it anymore. 
Yeah, what you're saying is that the more he spoke and really revealed his true beliefs, then people were like, well, we're not in for that. We, 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 don't, we don't want that. We're rejecting it. So, yeah, that's the whole value of free speech. Yeah, you actually weren't letting people know how terrible he was because they, you were censoring him. Right. Yeah, this, I mean, if you go back to the, even the early, you know, the founding fathers and those, those people that have their signatures on the, Declar- uh, the, the Constitution and Declar- Declaration, they, they, they used to say some really horrible things about each other and accuse one another of some really bad things. That was just a normal political speech. Uh, and it's probably, it's worse than what you hear out there today that, you know, because if you say something along the lines of things they said, you'd be censored. It'd be taken down. It'd be, it'd be uh, hushed up. I mean, it's, it's, they knew why they were doing it. They understood why they were doing it. And this is explicitly what they were, uh, why the First Amendment exists, because um, so that we could involve ourselves in the speech that this bulletin is now calling terrorism. So you can say, you can say all of those, um, you know, you can try to say all those things and they'll censor you. So everything you say might be censored, but everything you say is also known. Because they know everything you say. There was a, nu- a new st- story about the CIA collecting data, and it they knew that they were collecting data somewhat. But when they found out the extent, apparently the extent to which they had been um, collecting data was even far beyond what the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence was aware of. They didn't even know how much data the cia a entity that is only supposed to be used to investigate foreign issues foreign intelligence um has been collecting on the american people and there is a apparently the program they use to go through and look at all of this data has a small prompt that comes up when you try to look at something and you have to select that yes this is an issue of foreign intelligence but they don't make you prove it. So you can look at any of the data in this database, a lot of it U.S. citizens, and as long as you just click the box and say, yes, this is about foreign intelligence, it could be about, it could be about your next-door neighbor. And you can just lie and click the box. So they have access to a massive database more than anybody thought before. It's terrifying. Okay, well, <laughs> it made me think of something really funny uh, on... The idea of the checkbox, like menu and drop down menu things. A friend of mine posted the other day on like our county or state, whatever, like it was the service to request for a death certificate. And on the drop down said, like, I'm requesting this certificate for and one of the options, it was myself or someone else. A death certificate. You could select myself. That's for the people getting it. them. I'm going in the sarcopod tomorrow, so I need oh, to get my yeah. I need to get my paperwork all straightened out today. I'm gonna apply for my death certificate because I'm definitely gonna be dead tomorrow. As long as I yeah. answer those questions right, I uh, I've been studying all night for this test that it's gonna give me. My I've been wondering. I wonder body. if it lets you um, date it. Like, okay, I'm getting my I'm getting my birth certificate. It's now the fifteenth, but I'm not killing myself to the eighteenth. Will it let you say? Will it let you Your put the the eighteenth? Yeah. 
They died the 18th. Yeah, but today's the 15th. <laughs> Would it let you do that? <laughs> so they're not dead already? It's for a friend. Oh. <laughs> that yeah, might... but this says next week. I think that I would request the death certificate for like your spouse or something, but in a week from today, the spouse that you're divorcing and you're in a custody battle with. I think we, I think that probably pretty well nailed down premeditation. Yeah. So uh, I think we got, I think we got murder one here pretty clearly. They, they, they wrote down the way that they died hit by a bus. I saw one of those uh, crime shows recently where a doctor was writing a book about the way he killed his wife four years earlier. And he, and he called it something like the doctor kills his wife or something like and that. he sent it they, to they, an no, editor? No, they found it. When, once they started publisher? finally investigating okay. him, they found it on his computer. He called it If I Did It. <laughs> no, it wasn't OJ. <laughs> So what do you think of uh, all the changes in the COVID um, states are starting to change their COVID guidelines and they're saying it's because the science changed. Okay, I well, just want to scream all, when I hear that. It's not. Yeah, it's because the midterms are coming up. But my students. So in yesterday, the governor of Nevada let that expire, the mask mandate. And so like University of Nevada, they no longer have to now in all of our schools. And I have youth group on Thursday nights and so they all came and they were like did you hear did you hear and they were all excited and they were like they were so excited all share talking about how they don't have to wear masks in school anymore and actually at the end of youth when we when I was asking about prayer requests one of them asked as a prayer request that that it would stay that way that they would not be any kind of like mask mandate reinstated like that's how much these kids are like destroyed by this thing I respect the left even less for not at least sticking to their principles. Just kidding. Well, again, they don't have any principles. It's so insulting that they are going to tell us that they're changing these these rules because the science has changed. Again, I mean, yeah, we're not all epidemiologists, we're not all scientists, but we're all most of Americans are smart enough to know Science doesn't change. Well, I don't think you understand the definition of science, if that's what your yeah. data can change. Well, even the data didn't new change. New data can inform. New data can inform. Yeah, yes. in this case, it didn't but change. Even but even in new this case, data can inform. Yes, your yes, but data did not opinions. change in this. It, it's, it, why, why? And then they're going to, and let's go back to the terror bulletin. They're going to blame people and say, you are being uh, a terrorist, putting out disinformation because you're saying things that we don't want you to say. But yet, why would we ever trust anything you say? You have completely destroyed all of our trust in you because of the way that you've handled this and the way that you have obviously lied to us and now you're trying to lie to us again and telling us that you're changing the guidelines and rules because the science has changed we know that's all bull so why would we trust you and when we don't trust you you label us as misinformation and disinformation and therefore we're terrorists well Cade, to your point of you're disappointed in them not sticking to their principles did you hear biden say uh in an interview that he wasn't sure he thought that the um 
lifting the indoor mask mandates was premature. Good for so him. So he at least is sticking to his guns. He doesn't have any guns. They're bad. It's a weapon of war. Well, yeah. the one that they did have, you know, Hunter Biden's wife threw in a dumpster next to a middle school. <laughs> <laughs> After he lied on a federal form to purchase it, that he wasn't a that he crack wasn't addict. Addicted to drugs. Yeah, it wasn't drugs. It was that was Parmesan cheese. How many smoke kits do you think he's already allocated for? Well, Hunter? that's what I, I heard somebody make the comment that Joe was just cleaning out Hunter's closet. He's got all these crack pipes. Well, he's got extra get, crack. Got to get rid of. What do you do with all these crack pipes? Let's put him in smoke kits. Well, then why does it cost kits? thirty million dollars? He must be paying himself. Uh, fancy, fancy boxes. Yeah, yeah, fancy boxes. <laughs> I mean, but this is the absurdity of it. They lie to you. They tell you the science has changed. We don't trust them because of their because of their doing. And then when we say we don't trust you, you're a terrorist. Well, the science. There's new developments, and we know things that we didn't know before. No, we. What you're saying is we were right, and you right. were wrong. I'm going to go say back. It. Just say I'm, it. I'm not going to. And the midterms are coming up, and we need to soften the blow. I'm not going to belabor the point, but last week I said when the Saint, when the um, Johns Hopkins study came out saying this is all the damage this has done, as I said two years earlier, I said this is what would happen. And I'm not an expert, but two years ago I knew this was going to happen, and so I know that you've been lying to me for two years, and I was right because here we are two years later, and we're right where I said knew we would be. I'm so sick of the term expert. It, I hear people say it on TV, in the, and I just want to scream. I, there, there is no such thing as an expert. There's no such thing as an expert. I don't want to hear that word ever again. Right. I would say the most intelligent people don't n- claim to know everything. If you are, you can be maybe the, the foremost knowledgeable person but you still don't know everything you're not you don't know everything the person who says that they know everything about something right that is a clear sign they're an idiot because the more you learn the more you realize you don't understand that you or you don't know well i even say that about my knowledge of of an understanding of scripture yeah i I say that about my knowledge of everything people say to me in general you know you've been doing this for so many decades and how do you know all this and i still tell them is like look as soon as you think you know everything in the Bible, you're unbiblical because the Bible says that we only know in part. So, no, nobody knows everything. Even No one even, even knows everything about themselves. No, because we're not honest True. with ourselves. And scary. Yeah, let right. alone yes. any external thing. Right. I'm just so tired of hearing that word expert. I just want it's to – it's a term that's used to, sub, to subjugate us. It's a term used to subjugate you. Remember, though, I am the foremost expert in – Stupid things, as we discussed all the way back in the Afghanistan episode. I have a PhD. That well, I don't know if you're stupid. the foremost expert, but you're pretty good at it. I wrote my thesis in um, unintended consequences from really cool explosions. <laughs> Hence, so I'm the an expert in thumbnail that. on our title. That's a real picture that I took. <laughs> <laughs> So the Canadian trucker thing, um, we are at critical mass. Oh, it's wild. 
um, because, you know, they're wanting to start this now in the United States to go from L.A. to Washington. Uh, there are being efforts to obviously already to shut it down uh, and keeping it off of social media. Um, we are at critical mass in and I'm not saying which direction, but one direction or the other, this thing is going to is going to fall. It's going to fall either to freedom or it's going to fall to tyranny. But we're, we're reaching that point. Something's got to get something's got to give is what I'm saying. Yeah, I say I say one side on. or the other's got to give. Yes, got, they should do it. We're not saying this as a deterrent to the U.S. truckers. No way. I, I got, want the U.S. Got, truckers to do it. I got 10 months worth of emergency food. Bring it on. And for anyone getting any ideas about taking my food, I got more than 10 months worth of bullets. I saw um, there was a, this was an American. And I'm drawing I, I knew her name. I'm drawing a blank on it. She was posting how they needed to, as far as the Canadian truckers, they need to go in. They need to slash their tires you know, somebody said, good luck with that. So they're still stuck still, there? Well, still belted radial, 120 PSI, good luck with slashing your tires. We want um, these trucks moved, so what we're going to do is disable them from moving. But then she went on to say, though, um, you know, uh, revoke their insurance, revoke their driver's license, don't give them any, you know, federal um, certifications in the future, all this. just, And it's like, you, the, this the is why I said. The premier of Ontario said that today. Well, this is where I say we're at a tipping point. So the truckers are going to have to have some type of response. And if this is the way, if this is what it goes to where they say these guys can't legally get in their truck and drive them, do you think they're going to, they're either going to cave or they're going to get even more engaged in keeping their freedom? Um, you saw, you saw what their response was to the police saying that it was illegal to bring the gas cans to the truckers. Just lines and lines of people saying, we don't care, and bringing gas cans to the truckers. So yeah, today, but they still the, were taking them. No, that was this is the day after. after they had. I think it was after they had taken all those gas cans. They just, just lines of people bringing gas after it was made illegal. But the Premier of Ontario said today that they were going to, they have now declared a state of emergency and said that you can be punished for these protests with up with a hundred thousand dollar fine and up to a year imprisonment, and that also you, exactly what you were saying, we're going to take away their um, their individual and their commercial licenses. Yes, but they also can uh, arrest and fine the people that are the individuals are just bringing gas cans to them. They know who they are. They're following all this stuff on social media. I saw a video today of a police showing up at a woman's house saying that basically they'd seen that, you know, her posting stuff as a part of a Facebook group about a peaceful pro protest. And so the next thing you know, the cops are knocking on her door. And she says, you're monitoring me because of it. And they're like, yes, we are. We are monitoring you. Um, this can't go on. I mean, this is where... I can almost find myself chanting defund the police, um, not for the reasons that Antifa wants to, but if they're going to be nothing but stormtroopers for the government, then we don't need them. If you're not going to enforce the laws, you know, that are well established, the mandates well, of the mandates Canadian. of these politicians, either it doesn't, it, I don't think we're it not matters. that far behind, no. The mandates of these politicians are not laws. Correct. And if you're not going to enforce, the, if well, you're not a law enforcement a of, officer, then then I'm sorry. If you're not going to enforce laws, there were tons laws, of sheriffs not not enforcing those things at the be like the beginning. Tons of sheriffs came out and was like, "Yeah, we're not going to enforce this." 
Yeah, but I don't. It, there, there are some who are, and I don't. If if right. you do, I got a problem with you. Just like I got a problem with, uh, okay, the 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 bombs that were discovered at the RNC and the DNC, the the Democrat and, and Republican National Committee headquarters. I have to believe the way that's unfolding now. What's coming out? Those have I, I have to believe at this point. I mean, my mind could be changed as more information becomes available. But again, with all the FBI involvement we have that we know about on January 6th, I think those were FBI plants. They have video so, And you of say him. this because, would you like to because, share the because information? Because they, they have video. They were of, set basically to not go off. Right. If it was an Either individual. the person was an idiot. If an individual so did they didn't it, know what they were doing, in which case you should be easy to catch them. Or they were able to do this and not get right. caught, which they should know then how to set a bomb off that would if an actually in, go off. If an a, a, a rando individual did this, then they were incredibly knowledgeable and professional about what they were doing to not get caught. But they produced completely amateurish bombs that were not going to work and be effective. Those two things do not go together. They made sure not to bring like a like a phone to be tracked or used a burner phone, made sure that they couldn't be identified on any kind of cameras, covered their tracks. I mean, this is Washington, D.C., for crying out loud. If you're There's good enough cameras. to not get caught on a camera, yeah. then you're good enough to make sure the bomb is going to go off. I don't see any way how this wasn't a Fed. And if this is if these guys, again, are just going to be stormtroopers for our government, we don't need them. The only thing I don't understand then is why did they basically – I don't mean why did they not catch the person further investigated if it was a Fed they wouldn't want to do that but why did it like disappear from the media Well I think they wanted it out of the media for one of the big reasons was that Kamala Harris the vice president elect at the time was not at the Capitol the way that they said that she was But yeah yeah that she lied because they wanted her at the Capitol because then that means uh, Dan, Dan Bongino, as a former Secret Service guy, was going over this. The, there's laws on the books, and he quoted the specific laws that wherever one of these people are that needs protection, that makes it federal property, that, and you're not allowed on that property. Well, by putting her there, that's another count, if she's at the Capitol, another count where those people could say, you, you were not allowed to be in the Capitol. Yeah, we know it's a public building and it's open to tours, but um, with a, with one, with the vice president and the vice president-elect there, then you're not. So um, that that was in the charges they were bringing against all these people for, for a year now. And now they're having to get rid of it now that it comes out she wasn't at the Capitol building. She was at the DNC. Because her security detail is who found the bombs. Found them, right. Yeah. Yeah, I do that. I do remember hearing about that now. It's been, a, it's been a, a couple weeks since I heard that they lied about her location to up the charge on the people in custody. That's... Right. And this crazy. is our federal government doing this. So what? What if this is what they're going to do? They're going to lie so they can charge you more severely. What we need them because why? And 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 the federal law enforcement agency is willing to go along with it. They have a new thirty for thirty that's I recorded that. on there. Did you the Tuck Live. Rule? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I <laughs> it drives me crazy because the whole. Uh, the whole thing that they're trying to set up with that 30 for 30 and in similar other, they do this with other things is like, what if this one little event would have been different Then all these years of things that happened afterwards would be different. No, it wouldn't. If Tom, if the, if the tuck rule didn't happen on January 19th, 2002, 
Tom Brady would have seven Super or six Super Bowl victories, and he'd be the GOAT. He he said, he's like, I don't know if I would have been the starter the next season. And then Bill Belichick literally said. To Bill Belichick started. said, it wouldn't, I don't think he it would have changed like, anything. It wouldn't change my mind. No. Wouldn't change anything. And before, Belichick, <laughs> and before Belichick said that, I was saying, no, it wouldn't have changed. You still would have been the starter because Drew Bledsoe was back. He was healthy enough to be able to be playing at the end of the year and into the playoffs. And they didn't start him. Belichick had chosen Brady is my guy. He's more of what I want moving forward. He still would have been the starter the next year. He'd have six yeah. Super Bowls instead of seven, and he'd be the greatest of all time, just like he is now. And he's still married to be married to Giselle, living in a then, castle on the beach in what's Tampa. It? Is it Wood? Woodson. The defensive player? Yeah. What? Yeah, Woodson. Woodson. Yeah. Right. And he said, he's like, we would. He's like, I mean, I can't think anything other than we would have won the Super Bowl and, and gone back to back. Okay, yeah, that one call. If it would have gone the other way, you'd have gone, won the Super Bowl and gone back to back. Well, I will tell you something that potentially would have. There's more truth to that, and here's why. Let's say yeah, they did well. go on and win that Super Bowl. You know how hard it is to go back to back? No, I'm not talking about back to back. Let's talk okay. about what's uh, what's his name? Tamp- no, 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 the coach, oh. Chucky. If they would have gone on to win that Super Bowl, John Gruden probably wouldn't have left. Would not have gone to Tampa. Exactly. Yeah. I hate to say this because he's from Michigan, but Tom oh. Brady is absolutely the best there's ever been. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's yes. not even close, and I think that they should break the rule, and he should be in the Hall of Fame next year. Next year. I yeah. think because he's the also, one person. He, I feel he's bad the for, one person for everyone that, that has to him, go in with him. They could have put him in the Hall of Fame while he was still playing football. Yes. No one would there's argue. no doubt. I don't. There is no one. You could split his career in two, and both, both of them, them go, to the, go to the Hall of Fame. Both of them go to the Hall of Fame. You, I. There is nobody that I have ever both hated and like admired. loved and admired so much. Right, I agree. Other than him, because I used to just hate him, and I. But then the longer he went on, the harder and harder it was to hate him, and you just admired it. You got to give him his props. You got to give him his props. Michigan or not, you, the fact that what he's done and sustained it at the level he has, I, yeah, even if I, and I think he's weird. It's like, it's like Donald Trump. I think Donald Trump is a weirdo. I think he is a weird dude, but he did a lot of the right things that we needed done in this country. Tom Brady, I think he's a weird dude too, but I can't as argue. As weird with as Aaron Rodgers? Eh, no, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is, is straight more strange. He did still somehow win the MVP, even though he was unvexed. I think that that was actually a lot of voters. I think that was a lot of MVP voters actually making a point. I I don't think they're for it. You could have given it to Brady. Yeah. Brady's numbers actually were better. I don't think they're for the Vax. I think they actually liked what – they won't say it out loud, but I think they liked what Aaron Rodgers did, and I think that's why they voted for him because he won like 36 votes, and the closest was Tom Brady with 10. So I have a question. Because I keep hearing back and forth. I haven't heard a clear answer yet. Has Tom Brady officially retired? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But the other day, he did say, or afterwards, a few days afterwards in an interview, he did say never say never about coming back. But it seems unlikely. I don't know. The next Brett Favre. <laughs> How many times did Brett Favre retire? I don't know. About every year for the last Three? four years. They, like the last, well, you know, he never said he was going to retire. They always said this is his last yeah, year. I feel like it was the same with Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Like, 
it was his everyone knew it was his last game his last game in uh in pittsburgh but then but it wasn't actually official like no one had actually said it he needed but to go, everybody though. knew so they were treating it he couldn't yeah. throw, he, he didn't throw the ball down the field at all anymore which is what he used to be one of his yeah. big things and when, when it, i hate him too when the quarterbacks can't do through. that i mean you know but for entirely different reasons because yeah, totally you know he raped a woman yeah also his cousin was my our pitching coach one year and i wasn't a big fan yeah it's like kobe bryant with with me i don't care i want to hear about kobe bryant one he wasn't a good shooter he wasn't a good end of game clutch performer but you got one or two choices he is either a rapist or an adulterer there is no other there is no other choice and he's dead i saw a post on instagram i saw a post on instagram that had a picture of like different players known for like different great moments and it was like the no look pass the no look shot the no look this the no look that and then it said the no pass look and it was a picture of kobe Kobe. yeah well i mean when he got busted for that in i think it was in denver i mean with the woman he never denied the event he either raped her or he committed adultery i thought you were gonna uh, say the no look helicopter flight that's what i thought you were gonna say no look out the helicopter window or something um i'm not i'm not even that bad bad yeah but you were quoting the meme i thought maybe the meme said it I don't think I would have laughed at that one. That's yeah, funny. That's, that's it's that's sad. It's sad. That's his real, daughter that's really was, sad. And, and two other and yeah. Because yeah. It, it, there was no reason they should have been doing it. And they should never. They should have, have never been yeah, in the but, air. The condition. I mean, they, they, it was it was IFR. The pilot. And, and that charter company did not fly IFR. That means they were under visual flight rules, and it was not visual flight rules condition. They, therefore, they should have never taken off. Well, anyway, I think uh, as Ohioans, this weekend we're all Bengals fans, huh? No, I don't like the NFL. Won't even watch it. You just it. don't. You're just. I, I'm. I'm. I'll root for Joe Burrow. Yeah. And then I hope that he takes. The, if he wins, I hope he takes a football and goes and spikes it through the picture window of Urban Meyer's house. No, he, as, he's not spiteful. As like much that. I know as much isn't. as I want to root for Joe Burrow because I always wanted him to play at Ohio State and they never played him. Uh, Matt Stafford deserves an, uh, a Super Bowl. Deserves? Matt Stafford is so oh Matt Stafford is so underrated well, as a quarterback. I mean, the it's hard to is, tell because it's hard to tell how good he really is because he played so many years when in, you're Detroit. in Detroit. I know. You're right. You're right. He is a much better quarterback than what he used to get credit for. Yeah, he got he got a raw deal playing at Detroit. And I think he has always been a good quarterback. He's been through so much garbage, just getting hammered. The guy was hurt all the time. He was hurt all the time because he was hit all the time. His first couple of years, his shoulder was totally jacked up from getting hammered all the time. So I, um, I, I don't. It could go either way. Honestly, I'd be happy to see either quarterback win a Super Bowl. I but would. Who has more time to win another yeah. Super Bowl is Joe yeah. Burrow. I would just like to see yeah, and, sports and media. And they're going to have a lot. They have the most cap space next year in the league and a lot of draft picks. I would just so. like to see the sports media openly mock Urban Meyer if uh, Joe Burrow wins. That would make they me could happy. Do it all, That's they not going to happen. They could already do it, but they No, I know they won't. They yeah, should, the but they won't. You, Especially not on Fox. What does that tell you about them? You, the quarterback that you didn't play won the Heisman, won a national championship, national championship, won a Super Bowl. Yeah, you're right. Yep. If he wins a Super Which Bowl. Which no one has ever 
no quarterback has ever won a Heisman, a national championship, and a Super Bowl. Can you believe that? I changed my mind. I want Joe Burrow to win. That sounds that sounds fantastic. And he would do it in his second year in the league if he did. And right here's now. the thing: After tearing his ACL. Urban Meyer would deserve to be openly mocked, but he won't be. What does that well, tell you? He already does a little bit. He already does a little bit. Nobody really likes that guy anymore. He's a weird dude, too. He is. He's strange. Everybody's weird. Except Goodell. He's evil. He's not weird. He's evil. Roger Goodell is the Antichrist. (laughs) 